practicing in accordance with Dhamma and going against the stream, stream of the of what we call the, the world, <coughs> or stream of karma. Mm, the stream of karma is a uh, cause and effect. Uh, there's obviously, there's good causes and good effects. Mm. We experience uh, uh, stability or understanding something, you know, feeling a bit more grounded or. Uh, We've, we notice something, we get good effects. Mm. And going against the stream is, is uh, it's almost like uh, the exp- against having no effect. <laughs> Ending it. Also means uh, no further causes arising. No need for more <coughs> addition or increase, subtraction. So practicing accordance with Dhamma is uh, releasing results, inclining to emptying. Inclining to signlessness, inclining to desirelessness. The three, what are the three gates of deliverance? So signlessness, desirelessness, emptiness. So these are. Signs, if you like, signs of the signless, signs of freedom. Mm. Uh, Normally, of course, all our life is measured in terms of signifiers. Mm. Feeling, impressions, perceptions, mm, thoughts. That very much makes up that stream of uh, impressions and thoughts and uh, feelings and further inclinations makes up what we experience as the familiar realm of ourself. So we're ongoing in that. And, you know, one is said to be skillful in terms of self if one is inclining towards the uh, bright, the uh, clearer, the calmer. Mm. This is skill in terms of self. The subject feels uh, clearer, uh, void of regret, and so on. And then the Mm. Further, or the furthering of that is the release. This begins with 
the easiest way to, to touch into this is to recognize uncertainty. Mm. Something about uh, signifiers, their signs and characteristics and sense of self is it familiarizes, makes familiar. Mm. We, we easily pattern our experience, you know, after a first retreat or a day or two here, things start to fit into place and pattern begins to arise. We know where we are. There's a familiarizing effect. And it's a, somewhat of an illusion. That is a, a lot of an illusion. <laughs> mm. It's the present moment. The present has never happened before. Mm. And yet uh, it carries on that openness. Uh, it's projected just as a slideshow on a screen. The familiarization of uh, time, place, entity, mood, so forth. Here we are again. Maybe it's uh, a pleasant here we are again. Mm. But with it, it carries a sense of, well, and now what? And how long will this last? And what happens next? And what will happen when this passes away? What will I do after the retreat? Or, or maybe we get a bit bored with it. Mm. So we're just returning to something that, that we can bear in mind. is It is uh, uncertain, any moment you clearly attend is what's going to be said, what's going to be felt, what experience will arise. Mm. Something fresh about that. And you perhaps even begin to acknowledge that interest, that movement towards certainty. Mm. And yet or the irritation about uncertainty, the anxiety, what we're going to do. Mm. Well, I manage. Uh, And uncertainty is uh, a very powerful nerve for us. Our social structure now is based upon establishing certainties, reasonable certainties. It's a sense of stability, and it's always a struggle. Yeah. And, yeah, there's a payoff in that. There's good effects we get from that: buildings and organisations, and law and order, and you know, ways of life and so forth. And that's that's the convention we might say, the reality. Within that, we should always bear in mind: it actually, is uncertain. It can never be stable. And you can just attend to that mm. and try to re- open and relax into it rather than get it all sewn up, stitched up, known, every question answered, every last flicker of doubt mollified. Yeah, it's just, uh, what's it like just to leave it? hanging open. 
and just work on the, the nerve. But, but, <laughs> it's kind of starting to open up a space in, in, our, in our lives, because it's there anyway. Notice how or a considerable amount of energy and psychological activity is just about reaffirming who we are. We're planning, we're organized, making things certain, tidying up, figuring out, changing, uh, analyzing, remembering, recollecting, strategizing, adjusting, uh, refining, tweaking, feeling a bit sad about that, you know, and so forth. Kind of internal uh, weaving. Mm. Why does it have to, you know, if it, notice how active it is. If it's active, it means it doesn't stand up on its own. It has to be continually activated to keep it there. You know. This is uh, this, what is meant by self, is this ongoing activities that are filling up what, yeah. This is what is meant by the self that is really um, a hindrance and an obstacle is this internal filling up, weaving activations. Mm. That many of them are, you know, quite a few are okay. Some are just getting rather tedious. Uh, the familiarization. Many of them are actually supporting that need to for certainty. So the need of for certainty generates a lot of self activities to keep, you know, firming up the future, the past, myself or other people as something solid and real. And we begin to work on uncertainty, <laughs> letting it be that way. Mm. Quite a few of those activities can begin to be seen more clearly as you know, just writing in the sky, writing in writing in water to keep it moving. What would it be like if we just stopped writing, taking notes, writing in the water? Hmm. So it's not as if there's any real entity to be abolished or it's just the activity that uh, needs to be reviewed, seen, and asking you, 
asking the question, do you, do you need to know? Do you need, what does that need to know? What does that need to establish? Mm. Could it be open, like for 10 minutes, you know? <laughs> Just playing with that possibilities for one minute. Half a minute. You, know, you get a feeling for maybe it's could be rather beautiful. And of course, the mind comes up with, well, you know, you can't live your life like this. You know, well, what about a minute of it? <laughs> I'm not asking the whole life of it, but just try to take it for a minute. And then you reckon, hey, you can't even do it for a minute. <laughs> that gives the, oh, that's interesting, isn't it? What's that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you begin to acknowledge some of the compulsiveness of it all. And widening, widening your attention withdrawing some of the emotional energy and the conviction in it, listening to it as the sound, feeling it as the movement. Mm. Tale told by an idiot signifying nothing. <laughs> just taking away the signifiers. This is just sound. This is just thought. Squir twirling, squirling. This is emotional pulses, the flaring, the fluttering, yeah. the reaching out, the hesitating. You contemplate these activities, so you're already, you know, beginning to you know, shift to awareness of these activities of self and filling up. This is really a awareness without any like aversion or nihilism or cynicism, just, you know, this is, this is how it is, isn't it? And let's go back to being open about that. But with that, there's a withdrawing some of the conviction or the struggle with it. Mm. Well, you know, if we really struggle with it, we still assume it has a, substance and reality that really it doesn't. It is empty. Mm. It is validated by forms of desire. And that's not bad. These are not evil. They're not evil, wrong, sinful, bad. They're just uh, kind of unnecessary, you know, or well, not always necessary. Can we have five minutes, you know, just to come out of the script, get a taste for it, and finding perhaps that the quality of openness and freedom around that has a particular flavor taste, could say, or 
experience that is quite delightful. Not a nihilism, not an annihilation of anything, but delightful openness and potency. Allow some of these scripts to just unravel, wind down, be met, be heard, wind down, move on. And you begin to apprehend the freedom. And the movement of that is not bound with desire, but with release, dispassion, relinquishment, openness, honesty, acceptance. It's it's processed along through these, not through accumulation, (coughs) attainment, Mm-hmm. I'm feeling that the, the process of dhammas is cooling, soothing, opening, quietening process. And it's, it's beautiful. It's not a dull anesthetic. It's something that reaches into the nameless, the undesignated, the infinite. Uh, the non-causing doesn't cause anything to arise. Uh, that's the movement of Dhamma, the process of it. <coughs> <coughs> 